Morning all, it is Wednesday, September 28, Big Sports Breakfast, Sky Sports Radio. And a very good morning to you wherever and however you are listening as we count down to Sunday evening, Penrith and Parramatta. The teams are out as well. And Nathan Brown back in the 17 for the Eels for the first time since round 17, July 9, when Parramatta incidentally beat the Tigers 28-20. Last night, the Opals... They won, they beat Japan and ended up, because Serbia did us a solid beating France, they've ended up finishing top of their group at the World Cup. So we will play Belgium in a quarterfinal tomorrow night and then play, if we win, the winner of France and China. What about the stink between the two Oof. Mali girls here yesterday at a news conference? A couple of teammates getting stuck into it and the governing body FIBA is investigating and we've got an outrage with the French very elegant as it stands. Our champion mayor is not in the Arc de Triomphe field and they won't be extending the field beyond 20. And the French handicappers have her 22nd in the ratings as it stands at the moment. Ooh. Different jurisdictions, different methods, but we're off the French. Morning, pup. Morning, boys. Morning to our listeners. Jeez. You were supposed to smooth things over over there. I smoothed a few things over. Uh, nothing for very elegant. Oh, you know what? Oh, I'm disappointed for it, but I, I actually think, well, that's the rules. Different country. It should be the same. I don't think we're strict enough in this country with those types of things. I think we're very open and flexible and easygoing around others coming to Australia and us just sort of accepting whatever or lay it on, lay it on for them. And, and I'm not just talking about sport. I reckon we need to be more disciplined here to say this is if you, you, everyone's welcome to this country, but these are the rules here. So, oh, yeah, oh, I get it, Mido. I'm disappointed, but can accept it. Um, I'm not. I'm blowing up. Loz. What, Loz, what's your thoughts on um, this 17 for Para? Um, are you surprised? Can't write out. No. No, I'm not. I, you thought? Well, that, I, I would have went with him as a replacement for for Jake. I would have put Jake Arthur out of the and Cartwright and in. Cartwright in. Um, but I understand his point. He's saying that they needed a seven, six, or a nine, someone just to cover. in case. Yep. And he's the fittest guy out of all of them. Yep. Jake. So if they have to get him into dummy half, he'll be able to get to every ruck. His service yeah, won't okay. drop off. Yeah. And remember last year they had to put Ray Stone in there. And Ray Stone, towards the end, I think he made a couple of sloppy passes out of dummy half, just through fatigue. He just couldn't do mm. that effort on effort on effort, whereas you know Jake can do that. So I think that's one of the reasons. Okay. So I, I, I accept that. I, I like Nathan Brown. Being in the, the 17. Yeah, yeah, I just yeah. think it's a brave selection. What's the, what's the talk? I remember a couple of months ago it come up, but what's the talk about the rift between Brown oh, It's a so-called and... rift between... Why, because Arthur dropped him? Or... We dropped him and told him that he could move on. But, oh, okay, season. so he didn't re-sign him. we still got to think a year to go. Yeah, okay. But they've told him... You can look you somewhere can, else. You can look somewhere else. And it just so happened that he broke his thumb in round 17 against the oh, Tigers. gotcha. He was out for six weeks, hasn't been able to get back into the side yeah, okay. since. So... There's conspiracy theories. Brad was a bit peed off, wasn't he, when he was oh, asked yeah, about yeah. it? He's and had to put up a lot. Yeah, I agree. You know what, lot, Brad Arthur? I, I think agree. He's handled himself well. I, I'm surprised that volcano hasn't erupted well before this. I, I reckon Brad Arthur has copped so much criticism. Like again, when are the Dally M's tonight? 
Mate, Brad Arthur's got to be in contention for Coach of the Year. His team's in the grand final. Him or Ivan Cleary, in my opinion, have to be the winner of Coach of the Year needs to come from this grand final. Brad Arthur's copped probably more criticism than Madge. Madge got sacked. Mm. Oh, he's done <laughs> it's a, he's unbelievable done a job. And talking about Coach of the Year, you're right. I mean, Ivan Isn't Cleary, what, what he's been is? able to do Ivan Cleary, freak. is is massive as Freakish. Well. So just because he's expected to get to a grand final I doesn't agree. mean it's any I agree. Uh, less difficult. And isn't isn't that your job as a coach to get to the grand final and, and to win? So if you're doing that, what yeah. more can you do as a coach? Yeah, that's, that's exactly right. <laughs> I, I think both of them would be in the conversation or should be in the conversation for coach of the year. Um, but look, this is the way Parramatta have gone the majority of the year. Um, it's the, uh, the, the combination that they feel best will upset Parramatta, and they are a massive hope. I mean, Penrith are going to be extremely difficult to beat because they've been so consistent, and they're around that eight every week. You know, you know what you're going to get from them. But if oh, Parramatta can man. produce their best, I'm as I've said all year, I think they've got – well, I know they've got the football in them to beat Penrith. I hope I'm wrong because I would love nothing more than to see – Para win, and that's nothing against the Panthers. Panthers deserve to, mm. to be there and, and to go on and win. My fear is this could be a little bit like the AFL grand final. Really? That's my fear. I want to be wrong. I really want to be wrong. I'd yeah. love to see. If, I'd love to see Para play their best footy because then we have we have an absolute cracker of a game. But I fear Penrith, Penrith are ready. They're so ready, mate. You can just see. Mm. You watch them. You hear them talk. They're not spruiking, but you can just see they are prime. Yeah, I, I, I think Parramatta um, will be ready. Okay. I, I, I think I, I think Parramatta I will right. give it their best. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think they will. You think it'll be I, tight? I, I'm, I'm, I'm ex- Look, if I, if I trusted Parramatta to turn up with their best, yeah. I, I, I'd tip them. Yeah. You just I, don't know, just don't know I just don't know whether I can trust them. So I'm unsure of who, mm. but I, I, I know their game worries Penrith. Yeah, okay. Well, they've beaten them as well, haven't they? Twice this year. So that's got to do their confidence well. And I know that there might be a million reasons. Yeah, it doesn't exactly matter. Right. It might be a lot of excuses, it does, but they've beaten them twice. It doesn't matter. That's I think exactly in right. that change in your room. Mind, in your mind, you know you've yeah. beaten them twice. Yeah, and that's you can say, matters. mate, put doesn't matter what the field, you, yeah. I think doesn't matter what I agree. anyone else thinks outside that room. They know they've beaten them twice. That, and that's what I'd be saying. If I, was, if I was Gutho in that change room or Brad Arthur, I'd be screaming that at my players every single day. And just the adjustment from Brad Arthur as coach. I mean... In the week one of the finals, 27 to 8, Nathan Cleary kicked them to death. So what do you do? You bring in Nathan Brown, someone who's going to be an agitator, who's going to be in his face all night. Well, for me, with the three middles they've got, I think I said yesterday, two things they, they have to do well that are just non-negotiable if they're going to win the grand final. They are going to have to kick pressure at Nathan Cleary. And by having three middles on the bench, it allows them to do that. So that's just as valuable as carrying the ball hard and not missing any tackles as far as I'm concerned. Kick pressure. And the other thing they have to do really well is their yardage defence. And by that, they, they, how, they, how they tackle and how they stop the momentum of the back five of Penrith. Mm. They're two big things that you're focusing on all week. And that is just a massive component of this game on the weekend to stopping Penrith. Just uh, those teams again. So as we mentioned off the top, so Nathan Brown named on the bench for Parramatta and uh, Bryce Cartwright's 18th man, Tom Apachik, not in the 17 uh, due to that hamstring injury. 
So Bailey Simonson stays at centre. Wonga Blake stays uh, at the wing. Jake Arthur remains on the bench. For Penrith, Taylor May fails to overcome his hamstring injury. So Charlie Staines remains on the wing. And they have 13 of the 17, the Panthers, that played in the grand final against South last year. Uh, the four that didn't, Staines, Isaac Tango, Mitch Kenny, and Jamin Semin. The referee, Clarky. Oh, I did see that. Ash. Ash, the referee. A-Klein will referee. <sighs> and he refed uh, the 2018 grand final. Yeah. That's when we had two You know referees. what? Good on him. Good on him. Congratulations to him. Um, huge honour, I'm sure. But, yeah. Oh, dear. I don't know. I, can't, I just can't get. What, what happens in this game? If there's a head eye early on, mm. we're going to see six, seven blows get sent off. Oh. Yeah, anyway, that's uh, that's in the past. I hope it's an awesome grand final. I'm pumped. I can't wait. I'm actually going to my mate's house. He's putting on a bit of a do. Um, so I'm going to, um, with the public holiday Monday. Set up camp. Matt, I'm going to have a belter. I can't wait. And well, I, I really hope, too. Loz, that you were yeah, no, I think spot will, on. I, I hope I it's a cracker game. I, I think both clubs, you know, that rivalry yeah. is there. I think Parramatta, you know, in the back of their minds, they know they can win. Yeah. They, they're, going, they're going in confident. They're not going in hoping or thinking. Yeah. They, they know they can. And, and Penrith yeah. are in the same boat. So you'll have a cracking contest. I'm looking forward to seeing Mitch Moses as well this weekend. I, I feel like last weekend he had so much on his plate. Uh, this week, I reckon his mind will be a lot clearer. Yeah. And, and I reckon, well, he obviously needs to be at his best for Parrot have a chance. But I think we might get to see a, a real glimpse of... Mitch Moses at his absolute best. Well, he'll need to be at his best. Yeah. He can't afford a game like last weekend. No, no way. They won't get away with no. that. And I think that might be the game he had to have. Yeah. And the other thing, like you game, said yesterday, he's had his grandmother pass him. away. Yeah. He's yeah. just, he's not there for the birth of his first child. Yeah. A lot on his plate. Um, yeah, he'd be more relaxed this week. Yeah. He'll, well, he'll, no distractions. Yeah. Less distractions. There's always something. Yeah. He'll get in trouble for not putting the bins out, I'm sure, on Thursday night. Mm. But less distractions. Um, now, this text, Ty Guys, only way Parramatta will win if it's a wet grand final. Do we know what the weather will be? Asks Reese from Canberra. Reese, the Bureau of Meteorology says on Sunday, a top of 19 degrees, 60% chance of rain, just up to three mils. Who does that so favour? Nothing significant. Oh, yeah. Who does it favour anyway? Yeah. So it, wet conditions don't help Para more than Penrith or dry conditions? Nah, well... Not significant I think, enough? I think it, well, I think dry track suits them both, to be okay. perfectly honest. Um, Parramatta, with the style of footy they play, is probably a bit more riskier in the wet. Yeah, okay. Because they like to offload. And if you're offloading in the wet, the ball be a little bit more slippery. What was the chance of rain, Mitter, did you say? Uh, 60%, but just three mils Ooh, on Sunday. Yeah, Sydney no, Olympic Park. No, so that, that shouldn't affect the outcome, the, the weather. Um, Sold out as well? Yeah, I'd so oh, be disappointed oh, yeah. if it wasn't. Oh, that's awesome. Surely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, boys, is this the first time both sides have a father and son combination on each team in a grand Good final? Call. The Kaima Bulldog, one for the trivia buffs. Good call. You'd have to say it'd have to be close. Surely that's never happened before. Father and son in, in the top grade. <laughs> well, Man. I'm just trying to think if of you think father the old... son. So the one I can remember is Johnny Lang, Martin Lang. Who did they play that year? They played the Roosters. So who was the Roosters coach? The Roosters coach, Ricky. Ricky. So he didn't have a son. <laughs> did he knows of? <laughs> <laughs> did I say that out loud? <laughs> yeah. Um, right, who's some of the other father-son rugby league mm. coaches? Shane Oof. Flanagan with Kyle. No, that'd be nah. too early when he won. 
No, that's so, that's someone's going oh, to go deep bus. into the record. Yeah. Someone will know. Yeah, someone will know. Exactly. Uh, Where's Nicky Boy? He'll know. Panthers 27-12. Edwards, man of the match. Kick out, Toto, anytime. Try scorer, you're welcome. There you go. An early same game, multi father-son combos in GFs. Bob Fulton was obviously Bozo another one. But Scott. Didn't play in didn't the 95 play. or right. 6 GF. Loz? Chris Anderson? Yeah, young bloke was... play for Melbourne? Mm. Yeah, no. Or not? Uh, wasn't in the... They didn't play for Canterbury, but I... Th- mm. No, I think Matt Guy went to 5-8, I think, for Melbourne. I think I think it was Ben Anderson. I think it was Ben. His son was playing, and then they might have dropped him before the grand final or in the semis. Mm. Can't remember that one. Yeah. I'll leave that to you. That was 1999. Uh, now, on the uh, back page, and we've got Bulldog coming in this morning. Uh, he's done a story here from hero to homeless. Para great Taylor hits rock bottom before getting his life back together and a uh, pretty emotional story. This, Paul Taylor. Uh, Parramatta fullback there in the 80s. And uh, Bulldog's done a feature story here on, uh, well, uh, he's, I guess, well, troubles uh, post his career at one stage, sleeping in parks in the Brisbane CBD and uh, living on very little. And uh, now certainly urging the Eels to give it to the Panthers on Sunday night. So Bulldog coming in as he always does on a Wednesday. What time have we got him today? I think he's after 7 o'clock, yep, in his usual spot after 7 o'clock this morning. Uh, now we're still going as far as the the alleged sledge is concerned from last Saturday night between Penrith and Souths in the back page of the Telegraph, Ivan Back's trainer in Jed Drama. And, uh, well, Ivan Cleary saying yesterday he thinks it's laughable apart from the defamatory stuff going on. So they're very much supporting trainer Pete Green there. The Panthers, as he'd expect. And on the back page of the Herald, Cartwright plays down alleged sledge from good mate Green. So Jed Cartwright... Uh, saying that it's been blown out of proportion, that he's good mates with Pete Green. They got on well. Uh, He never said anything about his back. He just said something about the tackle that he made and that they've all moved on. So we can all move on now at, what is it? Wednesday morning, 5.54am. Nothing to see here, but I guess Dad John got a bit fired up in his article, well, in Bulldog's article yeah, yesterday. Yeah, but again, you know, you, you probably see your son there uh, emotional after a game. You've spoken to him. He believes something happened to him. Um, and then, of course, you, 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 you can go off. And that's exactly what John did. But, you know, they've been uh, in a text exchange. They've worked together previously. They've sorted it all out. I don't think there's any point now in sort of rehashing it. You've just got to move on. Back page also of the Herald. It has nothing to do with his daughter. So Jamin Semin there yesterday uh, as part of the Penrith Media Day naturally asked about uh, the Ricky Stewart weak gutted dog comment from uh, several weeks ago after Penrith played Canberra. He was asked if he was considering legal action. He said definitely. Uh, Then Semin went on to say the whole incident well, it had nothing to do with uh, Stewart's autistic daughter, but he didn't want to comment further. And uh, just, uh, I guess, more wider on Jamin Semin laws. It was so much debate about Jake Arthur. If Penrith are carrying Semin, why the fuss of Parramatta carrying Jake Arthur? Well, I think with Jamin Semin, he played really well when Cleary and Luai weren't there. And Semin can play in the back row as well. So he can cover a number of positions. And while he hasn't been getting a lot of football, it's worked for, for Penrith. 
and it, and they've they've won. Um, that's the reason why it's not getting bought up. I mean, some teams carry sixteen man bench rotations. Me personally, I like the idea of having seventeen guys that you know you can use at, at some stage. I mean, I. Um, you know, I've been caught out at times having a guy on your bench in origin and not being able to get them on. You know, you carry them there just in case. So sometimes you you carry a bloke just in case something goes wrong with your hooker or halves. But if they don't, it's hard to get them into the game, mm. you know. And, and, and do you trust them to, to get into the game, you know, with 10 to go? So, look, that's Brad's thinking. It's his prerogative. He thinks that's the best way to go. Something may happen to one of the halves or hookers. But as Clarkie said yesterday, if Jake gets out there, is he the guy that's going to, to win you the game or, or, or put you in the position to, to go on and, and win it and be, be competitive? And that'll be the challenge for Jake if he, if he gets on early. Hmm. I think if they lose hooker or either halves, in the, anywhere near the first half, it's game over for Para. Hmm. I, I don't think it matters who goes on to replace one of those three. I just think those three well, and Gutho, like difficult. every team, yeah, their spine is just – they actually need to play at their absolute best to beat Penrith. So if one of them goes down, I reckon they're cooked. Uh, now just and that's me. no disrespect to Jake. No. I think whoever – if it was no. Cartwright, if no. it was Jake, if it's no. whoever goes on, no. I just well, – One thing I, I do want to say on that, though, is it's not nepotism. Like, no, I get this out of your yeah. head that he's just picking. Yeah, yeah that's he's garbage. That's garbage. Yeah, I agree, Lawson. All right, we can all have a different opinion on who we'd have yeah. on our bench. But he's not and picking him because it's reason. his son. No, I, I, I don't cop that yeah. one bit. That, yeah. That's not the reason he's yeah. picking him. He's got a, a he's got a reason. He's got stole a, reason a player. Stole a player that he wants his that team he to, wants play. to play. Yeah. and that's why he is selected. Him. And it's not the first. It's not like he's brought him from nowhere. He did the exact same yeah. thing last game. Yeah. He didn't get on the field, yeah. but. Yeah, and, and what we're saying... Good on him we, for having we, the courage to go, go his way, else, Brad. But he's backing Yeah, Jake good on him. ...in his mind because that's the plan he wants to go with. It's not because it's his son. Yep. Uh, back page of the Australian, Edwards edging towards Cup spot. When do we know the World Cup team lots? When can we expect uh, to know? We've got a meeting Monday morning at 10 o'clock. Okay. So, yeah, pretty soon. Probably so, Monday evening uh, or Tuesday. I reckon, mate, I think around... Probably lunchtime Monday. Okay. Depending on how long the meeting goes. Five minutes. Done and dusted. How many Tigers oh. players? <laughs> well, it, it's nearly nearly all settled, to be quite honest. A few Tigers boys in there? Oh, I can't remember. <laughs> I, I can. <laughs> um, but no, it's, it's nearly all settled. So yeah. I doubt that whether the meeting will go any longer than an hour. So once we have that meeting, they'll finalise it, mm. get it rubber stamped by the commission, and then they'll probably call up press conference at midday or something like that. Well, Dylan Edwards in the hunt for the Dally M tonight in Sydney as well and uh, edging towards potentially a World Cup spot. We'll know that early next week. Uh, it's about to tick over 6 o'clock and uh, keep those texts coming. Loz has been champed here. Oh, already? Morning, guys. Loz, 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 enough already. <laughs> You've been harping on about the Super Eels all week. Reality is Para's best isn't good enough. Move on, champ. Oh, Pete. Oh, Pete. Pete. Oh, Pete. early, Pete, for a champ. He's been good enough twice this year, Pete. Been good enough twice this year. I love it. Uh, whether they can do it again, I'm not quite sure. Are you going for para? Are you tipping para? Sounds like you are. Tips tomorrow. Hold five. We'll <sighs> wait for the big block. He'll change his mind four times between now and tomorrow as well. 
Well, few, few more messages from Pete and you'll be on the Panthers yeah. like you would not believe. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I changed my mind a number of times last weekend with the Parramatta Cowboys game. Mm. And I changed in the right direction because I ended up going with Parramatta. Para. I think no, that's a only good victory went with the Cowboys. Yeah, that's a good Thanks. victory up there. <laughs> Thankfully, I wasn't financially <laughs> invested. Uh, 